1: Hi, everybody. It's Robert, Susie's producer. So the electrical repairs to Susie and KT's home are almost done, but unfortunately, the podcast studio is not quite ready to go. So what we're going to do today is revisit part of an episode that we feel is perfect for you to hear again, especially with this particular moment in time. It's called Making Peace with the Enemies of Wealth. We hope you enjoy.
0: I want to talk today about making peace with the three enemies of wealth, because what's important for all of you to understand isn't what do you do on a day-to-day basis when it comes to the stock market, although I'm sure there are many of you out there that have become day traders and that are coming in and out of the markets and doing all kinds of things that will never, in most cases, make you wealthy. But the goal, the goal of this podcast is to create a wealthy life for every one of you. And the definition of true wealth is that which can never diminish. You have got to understand that money will come and money will go. You have got to understand that in the end, you cannot take a penny with you. You know, in India, There are traditions in certain parts of India that when somebody dies, they carry the person who has died through the streets with his or her arms spread out straight from their side. And that's a signal or an indication that says you cannot take anything with you. And you can't take anything with you. You can't take your house. You can't take your fancy car, your fancy clothes, your iPhones, any of that. You all go out empty handed. And so true wealth, however, true wealth is that which can never diminish. True wealth is that which you will take with you throughout eternity. And it's that which you will also leave to others. And true wealth is a spirit. It is a state of being. It is how you feel inside, no matter what happens outside. And we are definitely approaching times in our end times with what is going on in this world is absolutely crazy. And I am telling you, it is going to get a lot worse. I'm more afraid about the political wars, the political wars that are going to emerge and that the battles that people are going to be fighting on the street because of how angry everybody is and the belief that they feel their side is right, the other side is wrong. No, I'm right. The other side is wrong. So true wealth is that which can never diminish. So we have all got to be able to be grounded in the attributes, the true attributes of what will keep us in a positive state of mind. However, a positive state of mind is not going to pay your bills. A positive state of mind is not going to just simply be something that allows you to save money for retirement. There are still other emotions that are playing. And I'm calling those emotions today, the enemies of wealth. So I want to talk about those and how we make peace with those so that you really can go on and build a life of wealth, which doesn't diminish. So an internal wealth, as well as an external wealth that will allow you to live a true life of peace. The very first enemy of wealth is fear. I've talked forever now about fear on this podcast, and actually through my entire professional life. But fear is the one thing, honestly, fear that keeps you from living a life of wealth. It is a major, major enemy. And there are many kinds of fears. The fear that you're never going to have enough, the fear that you can't do something, and the fear of failure. So many of you are so afraid to even try, to even try investing, even try opening up your bills, even try telling everybody that you don't have any money and all you have is debt, so you can't go with them on vacation or out to eat. The really pervasive fear that is in your life that keeps you from being more and having more is really astronomical when I think about it. Because so many of you are so capable of doing anything and everything in your life. Professionally, your doctors, your lawyers, your, you know, your whatever, your computer programmers, your teachers, your nurses, your waiters and waitresses and All kinds of things. Your your mothers and your fathers, your parents of children. And no matter what you do, that's a big deal, everybody. But yet, when it comes to money, you are so afraid. You are so afraid to take one step towards your money that you are just paralyzed. You don't open your statements, you don't want to think about it. All you want to do is spend what you make, be able to go on and do what you want to do. And you're so afraid to even think about what your future may look like. You don't think about your future. All you think about is today. And that fear renders you so powerless that you take absolutely no actions whatsoever. And every day that you dwell in fear, The knowing fear that you have and the unknowing fear. What is the unknowing fear? All the fear that you don't even know about that's going on inside of you that prevents you from being more and having more because you just don't want to deal. You don't want to deal. So you don't want to know. So you go through day by day by day, just getting by. But when you do that, what's really happening is that you're dwelling in your todays and getting by in your todays but you are literally producing a future of one that you should be afraid of you really should be so fear fear is your main enemy of wealth everybody your main enemy of wealth so we have to get over that one The next one is desires. Desires. You know, when you look at credit card debt, credit card debt is paying for your present day desires, but your costs are going to be your future day needs. It drives me absolutely bats when some of the people that I talk to, not all but some, who are living so below poverty level, it's not even funny. One of the women who have survived domestic abuse, and I keep very close contact with one another. I talk about her all the time on this podcast. And the other day, she sends me a picture of herself. Now, this woman finally has a job. She's making $19,000 a year, supporting herself and her two children, 15 and eight years of age. And that is all she has. And that is nothing, especially if you live in New York. So here we are, and she sends me a picture of herself. And I'm noticing on this picture that she has all these tattoos. And it's like, Last time I saw her with a picture, she didn't have tattoos, and now she has tattoos. And I write her and I say to her, how much did you spend on these tattoos? And she says $386. And I said, what are you talking about? You just wrote me the other day and you said that you're always going to be poor. Why can't you have more money? How do you build a credit rating? You want to own a home. You want all these things. And yet, right, you go out and spend $386 that you do not have on a tattoo. And her response to me was, yeah. I've wanted one. I wanted, I've desired one for so long. And I was just speechless. I have to tell you, I was speechless. I, I was just speechless. That it's not just her. It's these desires that all of us have the desires to live like our neighbors are living, the desires to have fancy cars, the desires to have the latest electronic gadget, the desires to have all these things that we think we deserve. You don't deserve things. You deserve security. You deserve happiness. You deserve freedom. You deserve respect. You deserve those kinds of things. But these other things, these things are never going to define you. You define the things around you, but your continuous desire to have these things versus money is going to be a major enemy in your life to wealth. That's why when I talk about people first, then money, then things, which is the correct order of life. People you need to think about and feel about and take care of yourself first, not others, but yourself first. Then you need money And then once you have money, you can buy things. But most of you have more things in your households than you have money in your bank account. I mean, think about it. 60% of the people in the United States of America, this was before COVID, before COVID, have what? Have $400 to their name. But walk through their homes, walk through their homes. Their apartments, look at their cars, and they have far more than $400 in items that they don't even use anymore. So, your desires why is it that you desire to have all these things? Like, you think those things are going to make you happy? Have you not just learned going through COVID that lack of money to feed yourself, to pay bills? is so much worse than not having those things that you desire. So desires is an incredible enemy of wealth. And last but not least, believe it or not, is greed. Greed. So many times we're just not happy with what we have. We want more. We want more. We want more, but we want more for the wrong reasons. Now, there's nothing wrong with you making a lot of money and working and creating wealth and getting more money. But you do get to a point where you don't want more. It just continues to come. You're not being greedy. You're just doing that which you love. And I always use this example. Do you really think that Oprah and Bill Gates and Warren Buffett and all those people are doing what they're doing because they want more money? No, they want more of an outlet for the passion of what they love to do. And it's really just that simple. It's just that simple. But that's not true with many of you. You want more. You're greedy. You're making money and you're making money. And then you decide, all right, you're going to invest it and you hit it big, maybe on one investment and everything's going great. And then you take all of your money because you want to make more. And you put it all on that one investment. You don't diversify. And something happens to that investment. And there goes all your money. So you can't be greedy don't want more and more and more money. Don't be greedy. Simply, why? So you can show other people how much money you have by doing what? By perching all of those things that you desire. You know, recently I met somebody who is a very, very wealthy gentleman. He has about $9 billion. And he has boats, and he has planes, and he has everything around him that you can imagine. And now he's older. And I was just looking at all of these things, wondering, I wonder if he's happy. I wonder if he's really, really happy. Because it just seems that when you have that many things around you, regardless of how wealthy you are, you're trying to fill something up. I don't care what anybody says. You just, I don't know. I mean, how many boats, how many homes, how many things do you really, really need? Really. But desires, greed, and fear. Honestly, those are the three enemies of wealth. I'm sure there are plenty more, but it's these three that most of you dwell in, whether you know it or not. The desire to be like your neighbor, the desire to be able to go on vacations like others do, the desires to own fancy clothes and jewelry, and all these other things that other people have. The greed of, I want more, more, more. And you get hooked on it. You know, greed is like an addiction. I need more. I want more. Every time you set a goal, all I want in my life is $5 million, and then I would be fine. And then all of a sudden you need 10 million, and then you need 50 million. I don't know is that greed? Is that desire? Is that fear that you don't have enough? All those three things, I'm sure, are ticking at once. So how do you make peace with those enemies of wealth? Well, if you have fear, you need to turn fear into faith. Faith that, You have what it takes to do anything and everything that you need to do to create the life that you want. You have to have faith in yourself. You have to have faith that you are capable, more than capable, of creating a life that you love when it comes to who you are and what you have. You have to have faith. That leads to your own self worth that you deserve things. You deserve to have money. You deserve to have inner peace. You deserve to have inner wealth. You deserve to have outer wealth. You have to have faith that you're deserving of everything that you need in your life. Next is desires. Let's turn desires those things that you want into a life of devotion where you are devoted to creating a life of things that you need that you need that you get jealousy out of your life you get what other people have and the desire to have that out of your life but it you become very devoted to yourself to your being to those that you love To not wanting to impress others, to just wanting to live a life of true wealth. And last but not least, let's change greed into being grateful. Don't be greedy about wanting more, more, more. Be grateful for what you already have. Be grateful for every moment in your life that you're lucky enough to take a breath. Be grateful for everything and everybody that is around you because i promise you when you turn fear desire and greed into faith devotion and gratefulness now now you have made peace with the three enemies of wealth and you now are living a life of true wealth. That is my wish for all of you.